We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. (laughs) I'm Doge. I'm Jordan. I couldn't hear what you did, Carter, because you were muted, but I saw you were disappointed in… Either you or me or both, maybe. So, I, so I, it's, it's, you know when you go grocery shopping and you've got all your stuff in the backseat of your car. You don't go trunk? And then you, well, I don't go trunk always. Sometimes I put it in the backseat of my car. But then you take a real sharp turn and all your onions and your Coke Zero 2 liter just go rolling across the floorboard because you weren't, they weren't quite ready and you didn't quite mm-hmm. set them up for success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just watched that happen to my two friends on, on this video to call. Me, to me, what happened was, here's the thing. If it was just Jordan… That's a fun that's a fun experience. That's like man, uh-huh. something we've never done before, completely unpredictable. I felt like mm-hmm. I was on Pokemon Stadium, the first one, the mini game where Scyther has to wait and cut mm-hmm. the line cut the as log. the log yeah. falls and you think you know where the line's going to be, but it's not. But that's fine. Wrong. That's fine. Uh Merry Mini Monday Chunkies again. Welcome back to the tiny <clears throat> television screens. Yeah, can you believe it already? It really it really doesn't feel like it was too long ago that we were talking about WandaVision. <laughs> Especially because we told all our friends we'd get two weeks off because we did the math wrong. We did the math we did, wrong. We like, did it's do the like, math wrong. It's the, it is literally two weeks until the next episode. Well, but, not yeah. now. Now it's one week until now the it's, next Now episode. it's one week until the next episode. But uh, yeah. we have the Falcon. Is it, or is it just Falcon? Is it Falcon? Or just the, is it the Falcon? I think it's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon I'm pretty and sure the Winter it's Soldier. The, I'm pretty sure it's the Falcon and the, the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is it? Let's and check. The, the Falcon and the Winter there's, Soldier. There's no way to know, which is crazy. It is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the okay. wardrobe. Okay. Yes. So we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is somebody going to eat Turkish Delight in this? I mean, I, that could be a tease for the crossover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't expect it. <laughs> um, I guess we just dive straight in. Yeah. Uh, we get the return of uh, of our good boy Batrock the Leaper from the beginning of the Winter Soldier. That was cool. Didn't expect yeah. to see him back ever, ever, ever again. I need to remember that guy's name. He was actually like a UFC fighter. Uh, it's not. I, I want to say like Pierre Saint Paul, but it's just I'm just like throwing together a bunch. His of, first name is Georges, but oh. I I know I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, it's it's it's. I guess it's probably like George. It is George Saint Pierre. George St. Pierre. Yep. Uh, but even before that, did y'all catch the Iron Man reference? That it's in the MCU? No. Very wow. our very first scene, we have a literal Iron Man. Did you not see it? Anthony Mackie. The very first oh, thing. Get out of here. Get out of iron, here. Ironing his shirt. Guys, wow. listen. If there's anything wow. that my smart, smart comic book boys have taught me, it's to keep <laughs> these eyes peeled. Tony Stark Wide lives open. confirmed. I was like clockwork orange over there. I had a little hat that was keeping my eyelids wide, wide open. <laughs> and the first thing I said was, Iron Man! Because I saw him. And don't think you're going to slip that by me, Feige. I saw it. It's Iron, comma, man, comma, <laughs> Iron man. shirt. Just every, comma, shield. It's just, it's an encouragement. It's just an encouragement. Iron Man. Uh, let's talk about what feels like an immediately different and expected different vibe from WandaVision, right? One, oh, uh, so oh, different. WandaVision is an outlier of a show regardless because it is sure. completely different. 
there's something already about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier that yep. feels very familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just in the MCU, but in just a really good action flick. Uh, yeah. Right off the start to have our moment. And, and again, this is after uh, he's he's doing essentially his homage to Steve and handing off the shield right before we see the Canyon yep. stuff happen. No, yep. I think Canyon's first. Canyon's the very first thing? Okay. But he's putting the shield into the bag to go to Oh, yeah. But then we cut to the, but then to we the cut Canyon, to the canyon. Yep. Um. Yeah, our, uh, I meant to check on the budget. I'll have that for us soon, but feels very similar. <laughs> and we we're getting we're getting straight into action early, and that's really exciting yeah. for yeah. me. Yeah, um, and it's really well done action. It was reminding me of uh, the step up. It felt like the Netflix Daredevil did. Um, yeah, when we would just have our fisticuffs. Right, there's something about. Yes. Uh, I feels like we're keeping the the camera a little more steady these days. We're not so yeah. born ultimatum ing, um, but I. Fully enjoyed this entire chase scene. It's it, we're we're automatically showing. I think what was good about the beginning here is uh, the Falcon more than the Winter Soldier to me felt like more of a uh, accompaniment type character in the Avengers. He was just yeah. kind right. of like he's kind of like right. our Hawkeye. Uh, you know how Black Widow might have been early, right? And she's yeah. going to get right. obviously a little right. bit more spotlight. Um, but I think they did a good job of really flexing on behalf of the Falcon and saying like, hey, well, he's capable of much. Here's what they have on their side as well is that I think Anthony Mackie has chemistry with every person, just every living he's person. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's and so good. so they have this ability to, speaking of flex, they have this ability to flex their casting here and say, look how, look how much Anthony Mackie has to bring to this table. Because I mean, like he's fantastic in everything, but he has so much charisma that he, I think he can carry a lot of this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm gonna make a semi bold prediction. I, okay. I think I think the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to go so well that I think we're gonna have moments where when we're doing our whole MCU challenge and going back through the MCU, yeah. we're going to be shocked at how little Anthony Mackie was in. I agree. The MCU before right now. I agree. Yeah. Because I think we'd already is, feel that way about about Elizabeth Olsen. And I mean, not Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany's been in every single one of these movies, but Elizabeth Olsen right. in particular. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I guess that's the point, right? I think uh, that has a lot to do with if we're trying to flesh out characters that our audience is already really familiar with, at least in what they're capable of. Right. But we just haven't seen a lot of them. Um, man, I'm I'm really, I think Anthony I mean, Mackie is it. He's even, I mean, y- y'all read the interview that he did where he basically it was like that's our plan that's our hope is fleshing out some of these characters we got a lot of good characters but for some reason Kevin Feige decided to kill Iron Man so we got to flesh out everybody else <laughs> right and well, here's i think the thing oh go ahead if we're going to if we're going to talk about this is a chance for actors who have been semi underutilized in to come into these tv shows and flex um Anthony Mackie is fantastic so is Sebastian Stan yep like we have I don't know. I don't. I guess I didn't take a step back and think about this show. The fact that it's not just about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan co-headlining a Marvel television show. Like, yeah, that alone. When I step outside of MCU geekiness, like that alone is enough. Yeah, even if it wasn't a Marvel show, a it would be can't yes. miss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to jump too far ahead, Carter. It sounded like you had something locked and ready to go. Yeah, well, what I was just going to say is um, on on the Sebastian Stan front is while I feel like collectively we have had more on-screen time from the Winter Soldier than we have the Falcon in the MCU, 
uh, I forget that, hey, really, he's not talking most of the time that we see him. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just this uh, half expression. You know, the Winter Soldier was ready for the pandemic way before we were, wasn't he? Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was all set up. Mm-hmm. Gotta, but, appreciate, yeah. gotta appreciate a man who will mask up. And yeah, then, a man um, who will mask up is my true hero. <laughs> the final point on uh, just how well the MCU has been doing with casting uh, is that it is such a testament to how well they've casted that we're going to give these people full narratives, entire shows, and really yep. not have to worry about them not being able to carry it. Yeah. Yep. They, these are okay. two. These are two of thirty. Right. There, there's. Yeah. So many people that could do this. I've been hearing a lot of rumors that I'm not going to super pump. So I'm going to go ahead and lay those rumors to rest because there's just been a lot of chatter that I that I'm not on locked the boards, and loaded on the message to go boards and super pump this episode. I am. I am ready to do that. And it is uh, Bucky's list of amends. Yeah, that's so good. That, that's going to be great. That's going to be really such an incredible part. concept. And then when you zoom out and Yori's grandson, or Yori's son, sorry, was a victim of the winter soul. I mean, like, that's just, it's sad. Yeah. It is intense. It is hyper personal. Um, I think that that, that I, from what it seems like to me, the two most compelling personal storylines are going to be Bucky's list of amends and what seems to me like the government intentionally lying to Sam in order to get the shield back willingly from him so they can make a new white Captain America. Like, yeah, it seems like it seems like there was pressure on Sam to donate the shield. Yeah. So they could then, so they could give it to John Walker. Right. Yep. Um, can y'all tell me who John Walker is? I have no idea. I'm going to be honest. John Walker it sounds like, is… It sounds like a cheap whiskey brand. Yeah. He is a, <laughs> an imposter Captain America, basically. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he okay. is exactly what he appears to be in this. A government tool who puts on the suit. Is yeah, John this, Walker a recipient of uh, the serum? Uh, it depends. We do get references in this episode to a character called the Power Broker, who at different times in the comics has been uh, sort of a distributor of… Super soldier serum adjacent power sets to folks. Right. So I'm I'm kind of thinking that's probably why the that flag smasher guy was so strong. Yeah. Uh, okay. that he was able to just just throw our good undercover boy uh into the wall there and then stomp on his head. Right. So I'm I'm thinking the power broker is probably gonna appear in this. Um the flag smasher stuff was really interesting to me. I, I actually think that's a pretty cool change in in the comics. It's a singular dude. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be. Uh, that's the girl from Solo, yeah. The the, the villain from from Solo in yes. the mask, yeah. Uh, she's. Well, I mean, spoiler. Yeah, we see her in the trailer, but not in this she, episode. Well, spoiler that she doesn't end up in in Solo. She starts as a villain. I don't even remember that uh, movie, to be honest. Then yeah, she fights I'm, I'm with him. Yeah, it's sure. Not, I'm sure she does. Fun. I believe you. Um, so. Here's what I wonder: Is there, and I don't know about the power broker. I don't know if it's the if the power broker is like the Falcon in the sense that it's a person, you know, that it's Sam is the Falcon. But I'm wondering if Zemo could be the power broker. I would be surprised by that. I think they're going to end up working with Zemo to take down the Flag Smashers. Interesting thing about Zemo: H Zemo is one of the names in Bucky's lists of amends that he's got to make. Really? So he's got to go talk to Helmut Zemo. Um, but I think Zemo's, they're going to work I with Zemo that. to take down the power broker. Power broker is a dude uh, sometimes portrayed as having political connections. So it wouldn't surprise me if this senator who has crowned the new Captain America right. is our power broker. 
um, has and, connections to said power broker. Yeah, there, there's also every likelihood that the power broker connection is a throwaway line meant to keep people like me thinking about it for a week so that I am distracted from something more obvious in the episode. Like See, our aerospace engineer in WandaVision. Exactly. Yeah. It really helps with one's anxiety just to be ignorant, Doge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm the loving it. I'm I having a great experience. <laughs> a bunch of names I've never heard. I'm like, ooh, he sounds interesting. Uh, this did feel, this felt to me like we're playing in the same space as the Winter Soldier, which I don't think we've really done since the Winter Soldier. Because Civil War Correct. Pretty, pretty decidedly was not. You know, so I was actually about to say, as dumb as it sounds, because his name is also in this show, it feels like a return to the world of the Winter Soldier. It does. Like it, it, it really, it, does. It really does to me. Which is one of my favorite. <clears throat> oh yeah, movies of the entire. MCU. I think it's probably the best movie out of all. Yeah, of them. yeah. That's the Russo brothers. Did they do Winter Soldier? Yeah, that's their Naturally. first one they did with Marvel. <laughs> that's. I guess that's why they said, uh, "Why don't y'all stick around? Let's yeah, make this yeah. contract. <laughs> why don't y'all take every Avengers movie from now on?" They said, oh, uh, y'all can do that. Huh? Hey, guys, a lot of people die in this. <laughs> yeah. Dead. We had a conversation. Quick. We had a conversation in our Discord not too long ago about like, hey, I like the Avengers, but do they kill people? Are they cool with that? And I guess they're cool with it. I don't know. That was something that was like, I kind of had to get back in that headspace a little bit. I mean, we're watching a, a bunch of Godzilla movies, so I'm no stranger to death. <laughs> the silent specter does loom large on my television screen right now. But uh, it did feel, it just felt like, I don't know, a little hiccup to get used to in, in this week's episode. I too had a moment that it was just like, oh, okay. Because not even you, not even the stuff that you could chalk up for, oh, that's when Bucky was bad when he was killing oh, right. people. Yeah, right. Uh, the Falcon is straight up blowing people up, right? It's yeah, like, right. We don't think, now I'm pretty sure old George... It's probably not dead because he kind of got certainly uh, not. He got uh, flying squirreled probably in yeah. some canyon somewhere. Yeah, and will just happen upon somebody who could. Probably yeah, we'll help see him that. again in five years for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, if yeah. I I would love that role. Uh, I could such a fun on job. that. I'd be like, right? hey, if just to be there would be great. Uh, before we get <laughs> past it, and I know it's going to come up again, but we talked about some of the main storylines. One of them being these list of amends for uh, Bucky. Where I guess we're calling him James now. I'm not. We're trying to be His a little more formal. James Buchanan Barnes. Ew, never so mind. So that's that's Bucky. why Cap that's why Cap calls him Bucky. Bucky, you know him well, Texas. He's got great gas stations, <laughs> but um, really good kolaches. His nuggets, and, man. I love Bucky's <laughs> oh, nuggets. That's, we need to stop talking about that. Um, another storyline <laughs> that is obvious, and it wasn't even like a teaser or like rumored, is going to be, and especially when we have our moment um, with. Please help me, Sam. Is it Sam? Yep. No. It's Sam. Yes. What's Sam's last name? Wilson. Sam Wilson. So with Sam and his sister, when they're at the bank, when they're trying to get the loan. Yeah. This is already our blatant, you know, outside of having a new white Captain America again, we are definitely going to be leaning into uh, discrimination. Uh, oh, totally. Very likely systemic racism, that kind of stuff. And so I am, uh, I think it is excellent when anyone takes their platform to start talking about things like that. Yeah. Um, I think with the MCU of just being a, and, and we've had kind of these moments before, you know, we had, it felt maybe a little bit more subtle in Black Panther. Uh, no, it wasn't. The Kilgore relationship, Killmonger, sorry, the Killmonger relationship. <laughs> Kilgore. Kilgore? <laughs> the Killmonger relationship was was very blatant on, on this similar subject. But right. um, 
that is that is quite the channel to to have this, especially um, right now. And so, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see how they do that, and I think they'll do I think they'll they'll do well. It's interesting to me going back home with Falcon reminded me of like if you meet somebody in college and then go home with them for like fall or spring break or something. Yeah. Because I've known Falcon for a long time. Had no idea this dude had a sister and two nephews. Yeah, never seen his house. Didn't know anything about his family fishing business. Knew nothing about him. <laughs> I was right. like, oh, I guess that makes sense. Mackie is a native of, of Louisiana. Is he? Really? Yeah. So it's cool. I had just watched his. I highly recommend, especially when you're in the uh, the mood here for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Go watch Hot Ones. First of all, I could I could spend a lot more time. Yeah, talking that's just about a standing recommendation from our show. Um, yeah. To to plug the show, Anthony Mackie was on uh, actually okay. a couple of weeks ago, uh, and really really good. I was really glad that I watched it before uh, watching this show. But awesome. Yeah, he talks a lot about being from from Louisiana. It's cool. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. These are two characters so worthy of a microscope, in my opinion. Like, within the MCU, both uh, Sam and Bucky, they have already brought so much to the table, but I feel like have left so much kind of undone and unsaid that that this deep dive into them and what they're doing. And not only that, this deep dive into post-blip life. Um, that Like, looking at, like, yeah, man, you were gone for five years. Like, things yeah. are different. I don't know. I'm yeah, just so like, continually fascinated by it. Yeah, I think we'll have a much more intimate look into the post-blip here because so many characters are going to be talking about it when it really felt only like Monica Rambeau was talking about that in WandaVision. Right. Or even, and, and she didn't even want to, right? We had we yeah. had that amazing moment in the hospital and then keeping, you know, talking about that relationship with her mom. But yeah, yeah. It's, um, I'm really excited for this. Is, is it, uh, there's only six episodes this season, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it is far more depressing to finish episode one of six than episode one of nine. Yep. Yeah. I am so sad. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so good. But then I'm like, we're almost a third of the way done. I mean, I would yeah. rather them do, I would rather them do the right amount than too much. 100%. Stretch it out over, you know. Well, I mean, it's probably going to be about the same total length as WandaVision if we combine all the 30-minute episodes of WandaVision into full-length ones. Yeah, think so? that's a good point. Yeah. Something that uh, I think the MCU has always done really well is while, uh, I don't know, they I feel like they have simultaneously had a really good through line and things feel like the MCU, but also they're not afraid to just kind of very much take different turns on the feel of each element. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, because obviously when we have our characters and stuff, but it's more than just the characters. It's how we're making these movies. Um, I was looking at the budget. This one was 150 million. So, wow. wow, we're about we're about 75 million short of what Wandavision had, but it's okay. We're not dealing with a lot of magic, so I'm sure they yeah. don't have to spend so much money on that kind of stuff. Sure, magic but, is expensive. You know, 150 million. Um, it's it's nice because it's a nice round number. It's perfect for a TV episode, and it's about how much we are hoping to make uh, from any ads you hear right here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I feel like we're just all in the fighting mood 
we're in the middle of Zillarilla. Yeah. We're now over to, we talked about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and how we like, we got some- A lot of fighting. A lot I've of just fighting been stuff all morning. Got death, fighting. Uh, why not stick with the theme and begin to finish our bracket of Spring Delirium? This one has proved to be, uh, for me, harder decisions than maybe we've ever had uh, because it's not situations like uh, Max against uh, Flit. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's completely <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> different stuff going down. Right. Uh, but we do have these, uh, some of our most intimidating, most powerful characters in the movie universe. Let's jump right in. Our MCU, Please. while we're on the MCU, our MCU final, the winner of this going to the final four, was between Scarlet Witch and Hela. I'm going to do, as we did before, a 3-2-1. And then right after that one, you tell me who the winner is. Okay, boys? If it's a tie, uh, you will each have a chance to uh, stand in the corner of your champion and tell me why. And then I will be the tiebreaker. That's a lot of responsibility. I don't take it for granted. Three, two. One. Scarlet Hela. Witch. We've already got, okay. So Hella for Jordan, Scarlet Witch for Doge. My reasoning we'll f- is short and simple, and I don't even feel aggressively confident about it. Okay. Jordan, so go. I'll, I'll go first. Um, the only reason Hella was even beaten in Ragnarok is because Ragnarok was literally happening. Like, the essentially, the, world. The, the apocalypse was the only, like, they had to count on, um, what's it, Surtur? Mm-hmm. They had to count on Surtur. Demon to take her down because they were like, we got nothing. You know, let's just let the, let's just let the bringer of the apocalypse take her down because we, we got nothing. I mean, she's literally the, the, the Norse goddess of death. Uh, my, my reasoning, I've got a lot of if X, then Y going on here. Right, right. Ready. I think Dormammu is much stronger than Hela. I think okay. Dormammu okay. could absolutely annihilate Hela. Okay. Who defeated Dormammu? None other than Dr. Stephen Strange. And sure. we, as a podcast, the dumbest thing we've ever said, but we said it, and so it's canon now. We said Yikes. that Wanda Yikes. beat Doctor Strange. And so if Wanda is stronger than the being who is stronger than Dormammu, and Dormammu is stronger than Hela, then Wanda, thus by corollary, is stronger than Hela. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to entertain this conversation, but let me, let me hit you with this one thing. The reason that I was okay with Doctor Strange being beaten by Wanda is because we specifically said that he didn't have the eye. So he could not manipulate time, which okay. is the only reason he beat Dormammu. That's fair. That's valid. I, I, don't I think, still think Doctor Strange could beat Hela, though. I don't. So I break this tie. Yeah. I, I don't um, feel strongly either way. This is a tough one for me. The more we talk about uh, Hela, the more I am sad that she will likely never be back unless there's some kind of flashback. I think right. uh, oh Kate Blanchett, just wave at her as yeah. she goes by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate Blanchett's uh, portrayal of Hela was. Really a beautiful shooting Haley comment. She, she left with the rest of the elves. Um, she will <laughs> also leave this bracket. Yeah. And I'll have Scarlet Witch with that win. Yeah. Now let's head on over to our monsters. Hey, let's Carter, just do it. That was yeah. the right call. Integrity Thank move you. there. Okay. And I, that doesn't it make just, you want to go back? Doesn't it make you want to go back and change it when he does that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, actually, I coughed. I meant Hella wins. <laughs> <laughs> let's go down to the Disney villains now. Uh, speaking of Hella. He put the hell in Hella Hades, but he didn't make it to the final. I we had to do a different cut because I thought Hades was going to be in this. But I let still me be very clear. Carter said, Carter said, Carter so said, Carter said, let's go back so that I can take that joke out, and then started his new take with the exact uh, same it, joke. Huh? It I respect that. <laughs> it we have, was sure we have <laughs> Chernabog, uh-huh. which sounds like uh, some of the background vocals in 
Lord of the Rings. Yep. When it's like Chernobog, Chernobog, um, Chernobog. That was Duel of the Fates. I want yeah, you to know that was. that was Duel of the Fates. Star Wars, <laughs> Phantom Menace. Uh, Your favorite show. one. Same show. Um, <laughs> Chernobog against Maleficent. Three, two, one. Chernobog. Guys, Doge, tell me why Chernobog. I'm feeling the churn, man. I need you to know that. <laughs> I have been down a deep Wikipedia hole about Chernobog. Uh, read a lot about the Slavic god of death, although I don't Old think— Cherny Sanders. I don't—I don't, <laughs> I am once again asking you to consider the fact that Chernobog is stronger than Maleficent. <laughs> Uh, he's the devil and he's humongous Jordan why Maleficent Uh, she become dragon she eat (laughs) he stay dragon all the time no I am going to lean into what I do believe was probably a good amount of good good research and have to trust Doge here and say Chernabog goes. I think that's a mistake. To that final that's round. Fine. I don't think you'll think it's a mistake when he has to fight the winner of this region, where two are monsters. Oh, I think either uh, of them are dead when they fight the monsters. I'm just saying. Godzilla versus <laughs> King Kong. If only there were some visual representation of this in the coming weeks that I could <laughs> lean on. We're gonna. This is the most unique accountability we've ever had. It's yeah. gonna be like one, two, three. They become friends and fight something else. Whoa! We both said the same thing. Here we go. Three, two, one. Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. Now, that let one's... me. Let me. Is if we're taking away like the time stone, if we're taking away sure. the gauntlet, sure. Is this a Godzilla that was not nuked? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You still think he's got King Kong? Yep, I do. Yeah. All right. It was unanimous. So Godzilla moves on to the final four. Because, because I think Ghidorah would just slap Kong and That's Godzilla true. beat Ghidorah. That's true. Well, he beat Ghidorah thermonuclear. This is this is Doctor Strange versus Dormammu again. I know, but think about we we're recording these episodes out of order. We've already recorded our our Godzilla King of the Monsters episode. Think about the very end of that movie. What color is the laser that he shoots after he finishes his cobra meal? Yeah, but the it's but I'm just saying it's done already. You're telling me, ma'am. We're down to our icons. Your, your if-thens make no sense. <laughs> it's advanced logic. That's what logic. I'm telling you. It's advanced logic. That's what I'm telling you. Our final you. matchup before the final four is Sauron against Darth Vader. Three, two, one. Sauron. 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 Just Was that kind of com- hard for y'all to have no. Vader? Yeah. No. Okay. A, a complete spank. <laughs> I bet there's a moment when Vader's like, your house kind of looks like my house. <laughs> Can That's we just- we- we both live saying? in lava castles. <laughs> so, guys, here's Do where it gets tough. you have a PlayStation? <laughs> here's where it gets tough. We're here into our final four, and I'll make an announcement for you chunkies out there. We're actually going to let you guys decide who the champion of Spring Delirium is because while we can carry the weight of the first 32 matchups, it's really tough for us to be accountable for that championship matchup. We want all of you to keep listening. And if anyone's to fight anyone, we would love for it just to be y'all against each other. So... <laughs> That championship, you will see that on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably reference it on one of our episodes, but a lot of that is going to be happening through our Instagram story. So be on the lookout for choosing that champion. But for now, here's our final four. Boys, I'm going to give you these matchups. Tell me who wins, and I want to have what is their finishing move, okay? We will do our simultaneous three, two, one, say the name, and then I'll have you guys, regardless if it was unanimous, tell me what the finishing move is. Let's start with Godzilla against Chernobog. <laughs> Three, two, 
one. Godzilla. Godzilla. Okay. Jordan, I'm laughing the... because I know where this is going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan, tell me what is the final move? Um, honestly, just based on size and strength, I think the final move is that Godzilla pins Chernabog's shoulders to the ground and laser pukes through his chest. Like, I think it, it, it ends with Chernabog, like, doing some sort of jump as though it's going to be like, I'm coming for you. And Godzilla does the little rascals thing of the hand on forehead, except it's hand on shoulders. And just on the way to the ground, he's just already lasering his, like, yeah. chest cavity. I dig that. 100%. 100%. Same for you, Doge. That's that finishing move. Yeah, I think the difference is that if there's one thing we know is that the devil's main power is nuclear fusion. And so Godzilla has been thermonuclearized. So it's just... I he's thought red, his main power was idle now. hands. <laughs> <laughs> now, our final matchup of the final four. We have the Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. against Sauron. <laughs> Three, two, one. Sauron. Sauron. Yeah. Okay, so yep. Doge, I'll give you the creative energy first. Sure. How does Sauron sure. finish Scarlet Witch? With his big sword onto her squishy body. So does she not have powers? <laughs> she has no so does against he. Sauron. So does he is the thing. That's true. What are his powers, essentially? Is he like a He's wizard? He's a god. Yeah, they're, they're pretty ill-defined. Picture Gandalf. Like, if you try to describe Gandalf's powers… No, it's like no, magic. Crank it up, What's crank his it up power? to eleven. Magic. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have any little bits to add there, Jordan, to why Sauron makes it to our final against uh, Scarlet Witch? I would just like to paint a picture of Scarlet Witch being like Sauron, being like, "There's no way you can defeat me," and Scarlet Witch being like, "I am no man," and him being like, "I didn't say that," and also that wasn't me, and then just sorting her down the middle. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Phenomenal. So we basically have God versus God, and yeah. you have to decide on Instagram. So on. That's why I was laughing earlier because yeah. I just I realized that it was probably going to be Godzilla versus Sauron. I, thought, I think regardless of how strongly I disagree about the Doctor Strange stuff, I think there is no way that these these two sides did not. This converge. was inevitable. Yeah, this was inevitable. This, this was always going to be the final, I think. This was always going to be the final. God versus God. Godzilla versus Sauron. <laughs> um, I, do y'all have… I don't want y'all to have any giveaways as to who you think might win. Does it feel like a good matchup to y'all? It does, I think. Um, it, there's a lot of depends here. But yeah. I yeah. could At see this point too, either being a sweep for various reasons. Yeah. Yeah, we, we won't set any ground rules. We'll simply ask you guys, who do you think will win? And you'll probably have an opportunity to tell us… Uh, as in the spirit of what we just did for our final four, what do you think that finishing move yep. would be? I'm hoping for a heated debate. I know both of these uh, champions are full of heat, of that real heat. Mm. Uh, and so I'm interested. Godzilla, last mm. our, our spring delirium, our third spring delirium ends with the matchup Godzilla against Lord Sauron. Mm. Okay, you I have a question it. for y'all. Just some ground rules. Is Sauron able to call his army and is Godzilla able to use the alpha frequency to call other titans? I would love that. That's what I want to watch happen, but no and no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. But it's boy. mono mono boy. lizard, I think. Because it's wow. all over, that I think. Be if, awesome, though? if Gandalf yeah. call not Gandalf, good grief. If Godzilla calls his good friend Rodan the lava bird, yeah, that's Sauron's one weakness. <laughs> lava birds. <laughs> Look, we uh we really got to wrap this thing up, but I can't help but notice that neither of you super pumped our episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. What's up? Uh, there might have already been hints of it, but 
my super pump for this episode is Anthony Mackie. Sure. Yeah. Um, is uh, a role that I'm super excited to really get to know better. Yeah, mine uh, on is, a level that might even be well. more than yeah, might nice. even be more than than getting to know Wanda better. I think yeah. I'm I think I'm very much looking forward to this. That's yeah. awesome. Can Same. I dump on something be, though? Yeah, do oh, it. Okay, he's looking left Nothing. and right, guys. It, it's fine. It's fine. We've we've had uh, we're in a season of late reveals and those holding more weight with all our monster movies and stuff. But would love to have seen seen in the flesh Baron Zemo. I know. I feel that same way. No Zemo. No Zemo. No Zemo. Isn't so that that's, that's that lotion that's supposed to make your skin better? No Zemo. No, no Zemo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it really? Go- I don't. I can't figure that out. What are you guys referencing? It's. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like no no eczema noxema no no <laughs> no ex gotcha. machina no ex machina. No, my skin is very wet. I don't have to use that lotion. Ew. <laughs> are you a, just a wet guy? Uh, maybe not wet. Like a this is enough. <laughs> like this run is enough. like like pat. Pat a frog dry with paper towels. That's good. You that's <laughs> it sounds like you you've could, done that before. You could light a match with any part of my body. <laughs> I uh guys, uh, can I give you guys an opportunity to shoot a shot here? Yeah, I am yeah. always so intrigued by your comic book knowledge. Do you have any predictions that you think are something uh that necessarily hasn't been rumored about the the story of our current narrative of of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier? You know, as we get into the more, um, I don't want to say fringe stuff, but like as we get into offshoots of what our main big stories are, we begin to honestly like reach the end of where I feel like I have like a deep well. Um, like I, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that I feel clueless by any means, but just like I'm, I have reached the end of my uh, whatever ability I had to bullseye things from a quarter mile out in the MCU. I feel like I'm starting to catch to the point where I'm like, who knows, man? We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't think uh, it's incredibly unique, but I do enjoy that about the two of you that um, there is a certain comfort in the knowledge that you already have about these universes, but you also both seem very open to open-endedness. Oh, please. I would rather be surprised, honestly. me too. Awesome. Doge, any predictions here? We do get a, a throwaway mention of the island of Madripoor, which is uh, a place with pretty significant connections to mutant history and mutant lore. So, uh, great. Uh, I think that island is actually probably Mephisto in disguise. So we'll see. <laughs> I can't help because of uh, how big of a deal X Men has been. Again, still outside of our like Marvel Cinematic Universe just yet, and and knowing that the mutants are on their way, I can't help anytime I see like. Masked man jumping out of three-story building. He's fine. That's a mutant. Like, I can't help but be like, <laughs> yeah. right. is this a... Ooh, ooh. But like, I think I'm, it's I'm interesting so ready for it. because they wouldn't, like, three years ago, legally couldn't have said the word Madripoor in this. But, right. but now that, that, you know what I mean? Like, that's just little confirmations of it's definitely... It's, it's not Wolverine or Cyclops. You know, it's not it's not Bobby yeah. Iceman. But it, you know, it's something. Yeah, you can I tell it's our- pronounced Bobby Achiman. Bobby Achiman. <laughs> you can tell that our our filmmakers are keenly aware of the situations like me that are just looking for mutants. Uh, just reference back to Evan Peters showing up yeah. uh, in, <laughs> in WandaVision. That's good. The other thing that needs to show up, Carter, is the end of today's. I was just about to. Here's the thing. I know you're so like in tune with when episodes need to end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But every time I'm about to do it, you say, hey, let's do it. And then you just still get credit for 
knowing when the end of the episode is supposed to come. So I need you to trust me. That's true. We do have a lot of fights about, do people know that we all know what time is? <laughs> we fight about that a lot. <laughs> to end this episode, first, let's do something different. Tell me your name. Let the people know who you are. Okay. For once. Like and then give me another MCU character that would be a shocker and yet also not completely out of place to kind of just show up in the Falcon in the Winter Soldier. And you can't say the answer is shocker, Doge. Yeah, I'm not. I'm Carter. And this is probably going to be lame because I think it's going to happen. But Captain America, like Steve Rogers. Mm. Have you noticed how much he looks like Joe Biden when he's old? No. (laughs) I'll have to go look at that. I'm Doge. It appears that Sam and Bucky are spending some time apart. And when they get together, they're going to have a lot of catching up to do. So they're going to ask their good friend Michael Pena from Ant-Man to give each other a quick rundown of all the stuff that's happened in their lives. So good. That's awesome. So good. I'm Jordan. Uh, Imagine with me, if you will. It's late in the season. Uh, Perhaps guards have been let down. Boom. Explosion. Things go flying. And uh, uh, Red Wing goes, goes falling from Sam's backpack across the room. We see a hand pick up Red Wing, two eyes narrow, and look right at Sam and say, I want your board. Mm-hmm. It's Whiplash. He's back. And he wants Sam's bird this time. His bird wasn't enough. <laughs> he, he needs all the birds. I want your board. I want your board. I don't know why. When you said things blow up, I was convinced you were going to say Bomb Voyage from The Incredibles. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Winter Soldier. <laughs> The like <laughs> most the, the uh, best. Sam's book on their bounds. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.